0: Welcome to the Run In My Mouth Podcast. I'm your host, Carly Sauer, aka Coach Carly. We need to discuss common life issues together in an open, unfiltered, free environment. Running, family, work, religion, travel, general exercise, politics, relationships, self-help and development, You name it, we tackle it head on. Expect to laugh, to be intrigued, to waste a bit of your time, to learn a little something, to feel some nostalgia, and to leave inspired. Most importantly, crack open a cold one with me, or a hot one, or go for a run, or whatever suits your fancy. Let's go get her done. Welcome back to the Run In My Mouth podcast. This is your host. Carly Sauer, aka Coach Carly. And today, on this lovely hot summer day, we've got my good friend, Mrs. Jodi Friedman, on the line. She is a wife and a mother of two, which I can't wait to talk about because they are fabulous little children. Uh, she's from New Jersey, so she's got a jersey girl like myself. And um, I believe you played softball, right? I did. So okay, so fellow softball player, she had some dogs, a lovely husband, his friends with my husband. So I guess we could call you guys like family friends. Is that yeah, how that like works? That. Like family friends like is
1: the term I like. Family that.
0: friends, yeah. I know. I'm like, I feel weird that like I'm the age now to have my own family friends, right? Like they're not like my parents'
1: friends. <laughs> I was telling my mom, I was like, I have like my little group of friends, like you know the ones that are, like came to every Christmas party every year. We're like at all. Yeah, like, it's I so have my own funny.
0: And so funny. Yeah, I, was, I actually was just thinking about that the other day, too. I was like, I guess I'm like developing family friends and like, like family trips. Home. And yeah, I know. It's <laughs> very, very strange. Uh, very cool, but very strange. Um, and uh, yeah, just so excited to have you have you on here. So thanks for, um, so you know, to be here. Yeah, thanks for agreeing to play, if you want to say that. Uh, so I guess let's just dive right in there's no no reason to to waste time here but what are you up to like right now it is the middle of summer it's hot as balls it's like real feel over 100 it's disgusting so what's a typical summer day for you with your kids your family just spilled beans here
1: i start out every day trying to not postpartumly sweat throughout the whole day (laughs) Um,
0: as i'm literally dripping here (laughs)
1: <laughs> right, I'm kidding. It's killing me. Like the, I got in the car earlier and it was 101 degrees. I couldn't take oh, it. Gross. Of course, didn't hear yeah. today. Um, yeah, okay. right? so <laughs> I have a daughter who's about to turn 13. You know her, Adriana. Um, she's yeah. turning 13 on Monday, and then I have a four month newborn named Lucy. So I'm running at the opposite ends of the spectrum every day. So I'm <laughs> trying to balance nap time with like taking a 13 year old to get her nails done. And oh watching One Direction concerts on like Roblox while nursing <laughs> is the weirdest, diff- most uh, opposite time possible. Yeah. But I love it. Um, We kind of spend every day, depending on the week, Adrienne is in camp some weeks, some weeks she's not. She's doing a like, yep. travel things. She's taking tennis lessons. Lucy lives on the boob. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, hey, hey. Yeah.
0: Speaking of which, to anyone you know, who's on the line listening right now. My little newborn is uh, sleeping, hanging out, resting. I don't really know what he's doing. He's not facing me for obvious reasons. I don't want him to see me because then he'll be like, booby. So he's chilling. But if he starts freaking out, I'm going to have to pick him up. And if you've been tuning in this season, you know that pretty much every episode he is and, um and pooping. He's usually taking a giant shit in my lap. So You're just so be prepared for that. So Latched and Pooping. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. I love that. <laughs> you should make merch.
0: <laughs> Maybe we could have like a, a special series. Yeah. Latched, <laughs> Latched and Pooping. Mom, I love that. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, Lucy is a dream. I know you had a rough beginning, right? With like sleep and stuff. Yeah. Um, we
1: still are having it rough
0: really Uh, I feel like you guys always look so rested (laughs) and like every time I'm like around Lucy she's like totally chill I'm just trying to
1: like smile through the tears no um (laughs) yeah it's so crazy like so I had Adriana when I was about to turn 22 I was less than a month into turning 22 and it is so different having a baby that young which like let's be real like that's kind of what we're designed to do and when we're going to do it I mean if this was 300 years ago my 13 year old would be engaged right now. So yeah, I mean not saying I mean, that's the right thing but we'd like, probably be about to die too. So. Exactly. Like we'd be grandparents <laughs> on our way out. Like Yeah. So it it's such a different experience. Um you know when I had Adriana I wasn't in the best relationship ever so I kind of like disappeared into her which yeah. it's so funny to think back now and compare like this experience at almost 35 to 21. And is it that my energy was better? Was it that she was honestly the easiest thing in my life then compared to now of yeah. a lot more going on, but a lot more support where I could kind of shed yeah. off emotion here and there. Yeah. It's so different. Like, especially like breastfeeding for me, like breastfeeding Adriana, 21 years old was the easiest thing I've ever done. I think I had mastitis really for, for like two hours. <laughs> I had maybe a slight touch of a fever and then it disappeared. I never had supply issues. I even delayed solids with her until I think close to eight months because my supply was great. She was growing. Yeah, she was fine. Yeah, Yeah, I I only ever pumped on like a rare occasion of like, hey, we're going to grab dinner for an hour, you know, or almost like as like a novelty of like, well, I have it. Let me try it, you know? this time around, I, you know, Lucy latched beautifully. I was so excited about that. I had all these big dreams, same way I had with Adriana thinking like, you know, we're going to go another two years. Like I did with Adriana, this is going to be beautiful. And in the first two weeks I brought her home, I got mastitis twice (laughs) so the, and like, normally like, so mastitis typically will last like a couple hours, maybe up to 48 hours before it clears on its own Mine, mine hung out for a week, went bilaterally. And like, oh my I God. just get a fever. I get a fever fever. So like, I I remember I said to Dan the one night, like I'm laying in bed with a fever, like the body aches, my boobs are, and I said, yeah, it's like
0: flu symptoms, right? Yeah. It's
1: full blown flu. And I said, I was like, if the house bursts into flames, you need to take everybody, <laughs> get the two dogs and get out. I have to just stay here. I can't move. Yeah, <laughs> Like that. This is, this is my, 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 my future. Like, I, I don't know. I'm my destiny. I'm accepting it. Like, I'm just getting boring yeah. now. Like you're in charge of everybody else. Get them out. Yeah. Like I'm stuck. It, and it just like, I think at the time that that happened, it messed with my supply really badly. So yeah. then for like the next, Oh God, it was like the next two months, like I would feed her. I would never take her off. She would always come off on her own or fall asleep. But then at her three month visit, she was diagnosed failure to thrive, which broke my heart because yeah. like I'm doing everything I can for this baby. It's going to be just as easy as it was, you know, 13 years ago. Yeah. And it wasn't in three months, she had gained two pounds to the dot. Which is so not okay. From birth, well, she she was born at six twelve. We left the hospital at six four, yeah. and okay. at three months she was eight twelve. So, gotcha. Around about two pounds. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, basically, the pediatrician gave me the option of like, you know, I want you back in two weeks. Whether you pump, 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 or you supplement with formula. However, you do it, figure it out in oh. two weeks, and we need to reassess. So like I came home and I you know I fed her I pumped I fed her I pumped I was pumping <laughs> so like hours a day cumulatively yeah. like it was yeah. a nightmare it was painful yeah. it sucks and of course like it's like the wearable pumps now they make that sound like such a great option I know how do you hold a baby against you with a wearable pump on that they're not going to kick off Yeah no it, it's it, funny it, to say that
0: because I have the Willow one and uh, the only time it's great. Right? is like the weirdest time, which is if I'm like driving, like if I have to go somewhere, if like if we're on a road trip or something, like yes. then it's really, really convenient. Cause exactly. I put them in my bra and I can drive or whatever. But if I'm like home and I'm cleaning or doing laundry or working or trying to hold the baby or like my toddler needs to be picked up, I can't.
1: Exactly. Like it's because not, it's or if you like lean but, over. Yup, it's <laughs> great in theory, but it just falls a little short. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. But like, it was after those two weeks, I was stressing so hard. And yeah. during one of my previous pregnancies, I ended up actually giving myself shingles from stress. Cause like, you know, stress reduces your immune system. And unfortunately, yeah. I reduced mine so badly. I ended up having shingles and I got it on my optic nerve which was not great for vision was one of the most yeah. experiences of my life <laughs> was not great for vision. yeah it was like, not great yeah. um so we go back for her two-week checkup and she had gained just about a pound in two weeks which uh, not great but way better compared to what she's been doing you know yeah um, and then like a day later I'm like I think I have like an eyelash stuck I go to the doctor and yet again I have shingles mm-hmm. and I'm like yeah. okay I can't do this like I can't yeah. No, he's stressed about every ounce she takes in every second of every day. Are the pump parts clean? You know what I mean? Like it was too much. Yeah. So finally, we started supplementing with formula too much. Broke my heart. Absolutely broke my heart. Cause you know, you have this whole vision of it's going to be the way it was the last time. Totally. I was talking to my friend the other day and she's like, Oh my God, I know I'm so tired. This go around. And I'm like, no, it's not that these kids are <laughs> more energetic. Like we are older. Like yeah, she's, and this she's harder. She's- Yeah, like it's just no it's not the kids are different it's us like we are the ones that are exhausted like it's just it's too much now
0: totally and like you said like it's it's not even I don't even want to say it's like an age thing right because you'll find people who get pregnant like in their 40s and they're like I've never felt better first of all I feel like it's like a crock of shit or they were just really unhealthy before that and then you cleaned your life up had a little turnaround got pregnant and then devoted yourself to like health, you know, Um, which is fine. It's great. It's a wonderful thing. But to put it out there that it's like, you feel so amazing and whatever. I'm like, I genuinely think that breastfeeding is the hardest thing I've ever done in my entire life. It drains you so much, takes away all of your energy. And when you already have other kids, regardless of their ages, right, even if it's one other kid, three other kids, whatever, it's a lot. Like it's a lot. And especially I, I'm not a meal person. I don't really love meals. Mm -hmm. I try really hard to make myself eat on the clock with Sienna, like with my toddler, because I want her to see like,
1: this is a schedule. And all the good values.
0: (laughs) Exactly. And I want to be a model for her and show her like proper... You know sitting at a table and eating with a plate and a fork and you know your napkin and uh, where everything goes and all that stuff which is great like she loves it she loves copying me and like doing whatever mommy does
1: and it's wonderful but trust me i have a 13 year old that still copies mommy every day yeah
0: it, well it's, it's great it's yeah. so great to like be that role model and like make it's almost makes you held accountable for your actions and to be a better oh, yeah. person and it's to really a, be, be on it's your a game very interesting
1: checks and balance systems especially as you approach 13 and they're very vocal yeah Hey, but you said this the other day and it's like ooh, that doesn't mean you can yeah
0: (laughs) or yeah yeah. or like i didn't but i didn't mean that you know like that's not what i meant um totally but i think for me personally like i don't get enough calories um every day and even though i'm not eating as much as i should or as dense as i should however you want to say it i'm just not getting the caloric intake that i genuinely need to be exclusively breastfeeding I still feel I'm not gaining weight, but I feel like I am like, I just feel yeah. gross, you know, That's like I've idea. lost all the baby weight, right? Like I'm actually, I dipped below my starting weight, but now that I'm like exercising again with um, building muscle, my weight's going up again, which is fine. I don't, I don't give a shit. I don't care what the scale says, but I I feel gross, you know, like I feel oh, yeah, like sure. I should be in a different place. Um, clothes just fit weird and I don't know, whatever. Um, but it's funny because I'm like I'm not eating enough. I know I'm in a caloric deficit with what I'm putting out, burning with yeah. breastfeeding and all that. My supply sometimes, you know, like you said, it's not as good as it was with Sienna because I was like so fucking focused on breastfeeding, like that was my focus. She was my focus, you know. Coming off the heels of COVID, so like I wasn't working really, you know, like she was my focus. Yeah. Uh, and now it's just totally different, and I find that it it is more stressful, you know, like it's more, I mean, my kids are so close in age. Like you would think, Oh, well, who cares? Like your body is the same. No, no, no. Especially not C-section like recovery and all that. Like one C-section fine work through it, whatever. Two, like so close together recovery is hard man
1: it is <laughs> like, you're absolutely right like I have this theory I was just saying this to my oh. husband yesterday that like there's weird little things that stay after pregnancy that like you just get like this like little bonus gift from each pregnancy yes. to become part of like your new personhood yeah. and it's like, I don't remember what mine was with Adriana I honestly don't but the one I'm like convinced now this is going to sound so gross like I feel like I have more earwax oh yeah like, I feel like this is something that happened like with while I was pregnant and like I've waited for it to like go back to normal and it's like not. Nah. yeah and, like I'm a regular q-tipper but like I yeah. just feel like thank god I'm a regular q-tipper I,
0: like <laughs> you know it's funny you say that because I've actually like never really thought about that before because like I would just get out of the shower do you know do a quick q-tip and like move yeah. out and there was nothing there which basically just got like exactly. the water leftover water out you know like Ugh. and now like yeah now like there is. maybe i never even thought about about it
1: like i'm not like gross like i'm not like old man like wax porn out of my ears. (laughs) like no but it's just like that's not (laughs) something's there that wasn't there before (laughs) that's
0: That's actually that's really funny i didn't even i never thought about that like relating but i yeah i totally totally feel that yeah i mean with sienna i was i had a lot of abdominal numbness
1: um, from the the c-section i'm thinking like while you're pregnant i'm like wow who's she kicking No, 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 no.
0: Uh, From the C-section, I just like didn't get feeling back until pretty much we got pregnant again. Um, And so that was really tough to deal with, you know, just like the concept of that. Yeah. Uh, And if I was looking in a mirror and I could watch and know I was engaging my abdominal muscles, I could have a completely flat stomach midsection. But if I wasn't looking in the mirror, I had no idea. I would think I'm like sucking in or engaging or whatever, but Maybe, maybe I'm not, you know, cause I was yeah. like, I had no feeling. It was very strange. Um, and now that I've had two, which means I had two spinals, right. For the mm-hmm. anesthesia, I have such bad back pain all the time. My back is always stiff, no matter how much I stretch. Like it just, I give the kids a bath and I'm like kneeling on the floor, right. With like the infant bath and then Sienna in the bathtub, whatever. When I go to stand up, I have to stand up and stretch before I pick either one of them up because if I pick them up and stand up it's the most excruciating thing it's like worse than recovering from a c-section
1: I never questioned because I had an epidural with both Adriana and Lucy and I never quite I have the same situation like I have the same tightness oh,
0: but it, that's always, what it's
1: from I've always attributed it because like I co-sleep with Lucy and like she sleeps on the boob all night long so I'm constantly in that like sideline position mm-hmm. with like your arm over your head and like from the anesthesia I'm telling you, See, I thought it was like the angle I am, like I'm putting all the pressure on my lower back to like keep me in position. No, nope. I just assumed it was that. Plus the fact that I'll be honest, like I'm not as active as I once was. I absolutely have not lost my baby weight. I'm so jealous of you for saying that. And it's like I just assumed it's like this is my you know crazy postpartum body just not in its best state. But oh my gosh, it probably is the epidural. I didn't consider that. Yeah,
0: I mean, I think I think the epidural is sorry, I think my eyeball is the catalyst. Uh, for it. I'm not saying that the close sleeping and, you know, the not great it's core muscles. are exacerbating and, the condition. Exactly. Like those nope. are all, all supplying the, the bullshit pain, you know, but yep. as a person who's legitimately never had back pain ever, never had tightness, I've never had like soreness, I've never messed it up, you know, it's, it's direct correlation. Like it, I was fine on April 13th and then not fine on April 15th, you know, like that kind of a thing. Uh, so my, my eye is like, I hope I don't have shingles. I hope I don't have shingles. Do I have shingles on my optic nerve? No, I'm just kidding. Oh my God. Please terrible. Well, you and I, we talked about it when we, uh, we got together, like after, um, you know, everything happened for me in, in April and I got shingles after. Yeah pregnancy when I found out like our, my dog was sick because I was yeah. so stressed and I was like what's up I still have a scar I don't know if you. well I don't know if you can see it I still have a scar oh, like really? on the inside of my That's arm crazy. it's like yeah and Sienna's always like mama boo boo and she's always trying Aww, to like I clean it a with the wipe or something I mean now you, it's it's stuck honey like I hope it goes away one day. Okay. <laughs> and I never scratched it, I never popped it, I yeah, never you did anything. So good.
1: You covered and everything. Yeah.
0: I like I love your hot pink cover that matched your dress. <laughs> oh my god. I can't. I like it's so funny because it feels like so long ago. Right? It like does. it feels like it wasn't even like my life. Uh but then I look back at pictures, um, just you know, of the newborn baby and stuff. And first of all, I get really sad because of it, you know, brings back up everything with Bucky, but then also I'm like, oh yeah, I had jingles. Like I totally forgot that too. about well, that. Yeah. Hey, because it jingles? was like on? Yeah. It's I mean, as you know, it rules your life when you have it. It's like the most it's I mean, it's like chicken pox. It's like chicken pox when you're, you know, a kid. It's it it sucks. It's itchy, no. it it burns, it hurts. It kind of makes your oh, I used yeah. to make my hand do like the like a carpal tunnel thing. Oh, they yeah. would like, cause it's a nerve thing. So it, it, I'd be fine. And then I'd be like, "Uh, I'm like, oh, what happened to my hand?
1: Now put <laughs> it in your eyeball. <laughs> yeah,
0: that. I can't, I can't imagine that. Like, does it help to like sleep longer? Um, or, like yes. close your eyes? So when I, I had, had really?
1: it both times, sorry, my dog is scratching at the door. Um, When I had it both <laughs> time, I was super photosensitive.
0: Yeah. So like
1: at the, the first time I had it, I was still working and I was like going to my office and I faced the door and I had a window and I would close both. And like, pull those shades down, and I would work at my desk with sunglasses on. And I was like, mm. I think something might be wrong. Like, yeah, I was convinced I had an eyelash, and like, uh oh, maybe it got infected, or like, yeah. I obviously once torn my cornea. And I was like, Ooh. maybe it's kind of stuck in there a little bit, you know. Like, I assume I gave myself every excuse in the world before I finally like sucked it up and went to the doctor. And she's like, seriously, Jody? Yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: she's no. like, stop making excuses yeah. for this.
1: No, that was yeah, like I remember they tried to like, yeah. like pen and all of that, and I'm like, no, too much. I, I'm not. I'm not crazy about meds to begin with. Like, yeah, uh-huh. it was just oh god, that was like the worst pain, like to the point where like I have like a fear of eye things now. Like oh, I'm supposed to wear. I always eye. have. Yeah. No, no. Like. I never had like an eye thing, but after that, like I, I'm supposed to wear contacts every day and I can't do it because I vagal myself touching my eyeball. I almost pass yeah. out. <laughs> so every time, like we might, like my husband will see them in the closet and he'll be like, Hey, you ever going to put your contacts in again? Like you have a year's supply of contacts we bought. I'm yeah. like, nope. No, because I don't want to pass out touching my eyeball. It's too gross. I can't do it. Yep.
0: No, I can't. So I wear glasses uh, as well. I don't wear them daily. Clearly you've never seen me in glasses, but um I wear them driving to watch tv like uh, all the time when I'm working on my computer yeah. I wear them um
1: but I, I don't need them 24 7 probably I should wear exactly them exactly the same like I'm of that school yeah. of thought that's so wrong that it's like well if I don't use them that much then it can't get much work like no it's completely wrong we're supposed to be wearing well, them all the time we just don't
0: but well yeah I mean I feel like there's like two schools of thought on it right it's like either you wear the correction and it helps right and it, it helps train your eye to to be better and all of that sort of stuff or you don't wear it and you strengthen the muscles in your eyes right like i've
1: heard kind of both That's schools so of thought totally wrong. i thought yeah
0: thing too, like, that does
1: not work that way even though i wish it did
0: Yeah, like I don't really know what's true and what's not true, but I'm just going to choose to wear glasses when I want. (laughs) Exactly. Like I I do the thing where it's like one time I get tired, I call it. Yes. My glasses on. Yes. Oh, my God. I love it. Or if you feel like a little headache coming on, Mm -hmm. right? You're like, I've been straining and I don't want like, I mean, I have wrinkles as it is, but I don't want extra wrinkles. So I try not to squint ever. So if I can't see something, I'm just like, I can't see it.
1: Exactly. Yes. (laughs) I'm not
0: going to like strain to see it. I've seen enough for the day. 100%. And all my sunglasses now are prescription so that the sunglass helps me. And also the prescription helps, obviously. So, yeah, and you said you. I mean, the other day you had a migraine, right? Like I had yeah. my first migraine a couple
1: of years ago. I thought I was dying. Oh, I went to the well, ER. Was so terrible. <laughs> that one was like directly shingles related. It was like the pain on the optic nerve, yeah, oh. headache. The headache would not go away. And of course, like once you don't feel well, like I'm like the worst with hydration. So it's yeah, like I mean, like a being busy. I'm not. Or I'm already under hydrated. I already know that. Yeah like you get the migraine you don't want to do anything you don't even want to get up because like you know when you have a migraine so bad that like even like walking like the change absolutely like, oh anything. my god it was so bad and it like made me nauseous like I uh, yeah
0: no it was and nice. I was I was so proud of it even being able to text I was like I don't even want to text you because I don't want to make you look at your phone I was never
1: gonna leave you hanging I felt so bad.
0: <laughs> yeah I was like I needed to just not text you again so I texted Dan I was like hey Jody you know Jody said blah 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 because I like didn't want to make you look at your
1: phone I was like oh my god you're so sweet um
0: by the way did you ever get a shake did he did they make it home successfully he did he
1: brought them both home I was so happy about that they were so good thank you
0: good you're welcome yeah I was super excited about that so for Anyone listening, I may or may not have thrown my husband like an appreciation party. <laughs> <Love the> appreciation <laughs> party. Two. What well, was it like? Two weekends ago, or last? I don't even know. Last weekend, two weekends ago. Yeah. Um, and I mean. uh, yeah, like time is such a time, seriously. Like, you've,
1: like literally, just made me question everything with that.
0: I know. I'm like, I don't even know what, what today is. Um, but yeah, it was super, super fun. Uh, it's basically because he, you know, just does a lot for our family and sacrifices a lot of. Uh, you know, family time and and together time and time, you know, in our beautiful home and all that stuff to be at work and working. And there's a lot of stress. And sure, like, I mean, Jody you and I, we could talk about this next, the perfect segue into it. But we very much agree that uh, there's traditional roles, right, and family values and and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, JJ and I feel the same way. And uh, we've also talked about it, like, if I uh, devote myself to working as I was when we met and I start to really take off again and make money, right? And like really start to bring in the money that would be needed to live our lives, he would totally back off. <laughs> He's like, I would totally work part-time or like not work. That's that's cool. Uh but right now, as you said, and as you know, like I am very proud to be a mom. I've always wanted to be a mom. I love being a mom. And yeah, sure. There's hardships, right? Days are tough. Minutes are tough. Hours can be tough, whatever, but it's amazing. Like I would never trade it for anything. And so, but not pain. having, well, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And like to to have that taken away just because I feel like I want to or something like, no, it's like, I'll work the way I'm working. I'll take a couple of clients. You know, I love doing this podcast. It's so fun. I love having these conversations wow. and the feedback I get from these episodes is just amazing. Like I love it. There's literally listeners and like, Finland, Spain, uh, the UK, obviously. Um, I mean, like Bermuda, but like, obviously, I know people there. Um, Yeah, where else did I just see? Um, Israel, Canada. I mean, there's literally like 17 countries. I was like, that's a lot. (laughs) That's a lot of (laughs) countries. That's a lot. Uh, Yeah, well, it's just like fun, you know? And I feel like people, when people can relate to things, they They tune in right, and awesome. if they really liked something and it was funny or it's fun, or they're like, "Oh my God, my friend is going through that too." both send it to their friend, you know, yeah. um, so yeah, so it's just been really fun and whatever, and so in these roles that we have, I've really just loved embracing, as you you know said earlier, like the the homemaker concept where I really take ownership for like every single thing that happens within the four walls of our home and even things that happen outside the four walls of our home, like, you know, landscaping and, and figuring out, you know, construction in the neighborhood. And we had a water issue. I had to deal with, you know, the water company and the exterminators and just all that kind of stuff. So like we're really dealing with and coordinating all of that as well as the mom stuff, as well as, you know, working kind of how and when I want to. And so I just felt like, you know what, I really enjoy this. And my, reward if you will is having the ability to do and get what our family needs when we need it. Um so you know getting everything for the kids and just having all the support for that and if I can't cook ordering in and you know just having that flexibility and that support yes. and I was like and you know where that comes from? My husband who like misses out on a lot of these milestones and a lot of you know things that are happening and some family gatherings and I just felt bad, you know, and I was like, you know, He pretty much spent the entire month of June, like away from the family. And so I was like, he deserves a little something. He, He, when I tell you, he had no idea
1: what was going on. I Uh, was laughing so hard because he's trying (laughs) to make plans with Dan. Like, are you going to be around this weekend? And Dan's like, no, I'm busy. He's like, well, I think I'm seeing my in-laws on Saturday. And Dan's like, me too. (laughs) Your in-laws. Oh my God. That's so so funny. funny. That's No, I absolutely a thousand percent agree with you. Like I have such an appreciation too, where, I mean, I don't know if everybody else has the same experience I did. I'm sure they don't, but like my 13 year old, I was in a different relationship, obviously. And I did not have the security and the financial safety, all of it, the support even that I have now. And then, you know, that relationship ended at when she was two and I did the single mom thing until she was almost seven and I commend you. That's gotta be so hard. It absolutely was not easy. Um, yeah, it's it's rewarding, but it's very difficult. It is. And it's one of the things I think I'm most proud of in my life. Um, I had a great support system in my family. Don't get me wrong, but not having that full weight of everything on my shoulders and actually being able to take so much of that burden off of me and share it with a truly supportive partner, like my husband now, it makes me so appreciative to have the life I have. And like, I say this to Dan, like all the time, like when I was pregnant and we were we, expecting Lucy and like decorating her nursery was a big deal for me because I didn't yeah. have a nursery to decorate the first time around. It's you know? gorgeous, by the way. Thank you. I'm very proud of my <laughs> it's nursery. It's very, very pretty. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but that was something like I, you know, we had a one bedroom apartment with Adriana. I didn't. Yeah. I had a in a in one bedroom and I didn't get to do, I didn't get to have the experience that you hope and you dream and you pray for. And then yeah. that experience not only was it not great, but then it went into me doing it all on my own and me doing it all on my own was me going to school full-time to become a nurse, realizing that's probably the best career path for me as a single mom, between health insurance days, I would work, you know, three, 12 yeah. hour shifts a week both for, excuse me, for full-time. Um, you know, it was not easy. And it's like, I, you mentioned this before I had said to you once, but like, it cracks me up. I always worked night shifts because it was easiest to get childcare. You know, I'd put her yeah. back, go into work at 7 PM, leave around 7 30 in the morning come home, take her to daycare, sleep for a couple of hours, get up, do school. And I yep. specifically arranged my schedule where I would work Friday night, Saturday night and Sunday night. Cause Adriana would go to her dad's house. So I would drop her off Fridays at like four o'clock and I'd get her back Sunday night at seven. So for the <laughs> longest time, Adriana had no idea. I she thought that and like, I'm so just surrounds her in this fun little bubble. And I'm like, you have no idea. I work two jobs. I'm in school full time. Yeah. Exhausted. <laughs> and like, I'm so grateful that that's the impression I <clears> give you. But like, yeah. whoa! Oh my gosh! You're so missing the mark, like totally. But it's great. From- I think
0: like knowing that she thought that that you were so present and there and like with her, you know, like that's that's amazing.
1: Yeah, like like that in to itself is explain awesome. It as like I was a full time working stay at home mom. Yeah. It made sense. Like I had two different lives that existed, but she only saw the one half of it. And I mean, thankfully, like I had my parents to fall back on. I had, you know, my brother and my sister around. Yeah. My brother was going through nursing school at the same time. So like I had that support right there. Like that's cool. Yeah, definitely. And like our daughters are six weeks apart. So my niece just turned 13 back in June. So like we had a really good support system around all of us. And I'm so grateful for that. But, you know, thankfully that that career path and that switch in my, my decision-making of let's completely change lanes and become a nurse and go do this led me to working in the ER where I ended up meeting my husband, which he loves to tell the story we met over a dead body, which is entirely yeah. true. And then what <laughs> cracks me up is the second patient we had actually had a broken penis and we had to send him to the OR. So it was like a very interesting day. We started oh guy, a broken penis and then I gave him my phone number. Yeah. But It worked out beautifully. <laughs> and you know, that, I always say like Dan and I, we didn't date for the first like six or so months that we worked together. Yeah. And I've said for the longest time that that gave us the great foundation of, we had to learn how to communicate with each other professionally. I had to be able to tell him, Hey, I disagree with your decision-making on this patient. Or can you explain to me why I'm getting this med or, Hey, listen, you put in an order. I screwed up. I didn't see it. And now the vitals are looking like this and it's on me. Like we had to learn how to like have this great communication and like this mutual respect that serious I'm, communication, so like, you know, not like bullshit communication. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know if it's just a matter of, I was more mature for this relationship. It, he's just a fantastic guy that like, I always say like, if you have a problem with my husband, it's on you because he's like the <laughs> nicest world. Like nobody can say they do not like him. He's the nicest yeah. guy in the world. Like everybody loves Dan. So it's like, I I can't dispute that. He's like a teddy bear. He is. He's just the nicest guy ever. And like, yeah. I, I don't know if it's like being with somebody who's as emotionally and mentally mature and as kind as he is, it makes me want to be like that. It makes probably, me, I mean, probably. or if it's the mixture of, you know, our origin story of mutual respect and, you know, teamwork and camaraderie yeah. and that thing. But like, I, I love being able to sit back and see the difference of what my life was as, in a relationship where I didn't have great support and I wasn't truly happy to doing it on my own and stressing every day about everything, but getting through it and having myself, I at least have that strength. You know, I needed to go through that at some point in my life to know I had that strength to now being able to take a deep breath and have the wherewithal to say, Hey, listen, I need help and have somebody.
0: And I feel like it also um, by the way, just let me know if I, Cut out, and I can repeat myself. I just have to pick up Stetson. He's he's awake. Hi. Want to say hi to everybody? You? Can you say can you say hi to Jody? Um, yeah, I mean I think with that. Um, well, hold on. Let me pick him up so he stops groaning, and then I'll give you my my feedback. There. Hi, honey. Can you say hi. You can say hi to everybody. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness, this guy. Oh okay. my God, he's so he's getting so big. I know. He's so hot. He's like a furnace. He's like one of those people who just is like 18,000 degrees all the time. You want to like, say hi? He's so cute. Hi, Steph. Like, I haven't like, seen him in so long. Yeah, you're like, wait, where's the boobies now? Hi. Are you going to puke? Yep, great. Nice. So I think that what you experience in going from like, I mean, as you said, you know, Earlier, just the dichotomy, right? Of like the two different lives that can be sort of, I don't know, described, if you will, or experienced. It's wild, right? It really, really, really depends who your partner is. Oh my
1: gosh. It um, does.
0: Yeah. Like I, o- I only really had like two, you know, serious, I do it air quotes, boyfriends before JJ. And yeah, of course I thought about marriage, you know, but what I had to think about in those relationships was, is this marriage material and do I want him to be the father of my children? You know, like that was always my, my thing. Like, is it fun? Of course. Right. Like you're never going to like date someone cause it's not fun. Like that's why you get together in the first place. Fun for now, like... not forever. But seriously though,
1: right? I like, telling was... my college boyfriend that you're fun for now and not forever. Oh my gosh. <laughs> face I'm like it's the truth <laughs> like-
0: yeah well and you, you have to be able to be honest right yeah. and I was always I was always emotionally mature um very early like at a very young age and it was honestly like a detriment uh because no one was ever on the same level and so I always figured I would like marry someone who's like Fifteen, twenty years older than me, because that was the only way I was gonna find someone who ever was like on, in the same world as I was. Yeah. A very old soul, you know. Just, I just love not how things are nowadays. <laughs> yeah, I always absolutely. used to say my perfect time of uh, life would be in like the nineteen fifties. <laughs>
1: oh my gosh, man. I love that. Yeah,
0: like I am like I don't want to be a Stepford wife. Like I don't want to have like all the same shit as everyone else, and like you know, be in these like row houses of you know a, a suburban community, but pretty much in every other way I
1: like it <laughs> yeah no like I I was just telling you earlier like I hung out with my friend from college yesterday and there was like a group of four of us and half of the group kind of split off and like they're not married they're not, they don't have children well unfortunately one of them their husband's passed away so I shouldn't say that um Aww. but he doesn't have children um the other one is not married doesn't have children by choice either and then my friend Diana and I like we both have families and we both have settled beautifully into like the suburban life yeah and i i i, I don't want to say i they might my, my friends make me sad but like i couldn't imagine my life without my kids or without my husband's or I couldn't even imagine like, you know, I worked right up until the end of my pregnancy and I couldn't even imagine like working now. Like I remember saying to Dan, when Lucy was six weeks, like, could you imagine her going to daycare tomorrow? Cause this is the youngest uh, she could start. And he was like, Oh my God, no, like, <laughs> that's not where I think I belong. I, I don't want to speak for every woman on the planet, but I think like, you know, the original nuclear family is what holds society together. And yep. you start breaking down that nuclear family is when you start seeing society fall apart. And like, you know, it is so important to me that we have dinner home together every night, whether we order in, whether we go even go out, it's fine. Yeah. But But as long as like, we all come together, I love like, you know, Adriana still goes to her dad's house on Fridays and she's there Friday night to Sunday night. And so every week in our house, Thursdays are super important because it's the last time we get down for dinner before she goes. And if for some reason, like, you know, Dan's a physician, so his schedule is constantly changing. There's no it's nothing steady about it. It's, we're always waiting for the next schedule to come out so we can yeah. plan.
0: <laughs> and like,
1: we are always so cognizant of, is he working Thursday? Will be, he be home in time for dinner? Or do we need to plan Thursday for Wednesday or even Thursday for Tuesday? And if that's the case, you know, something like last night, like Adriana said, can we have a daddy daughter night? Cause she no, wants to go out nice. and spend time with him because he's worked the past couple of days, you know? Yeah. And it's like, I couldn't imagine having a, family today, especially with like all so the security that's out there where like you don't have that strong nuclear unit that wants to spend time together that you know feels that safety and security with each other. And like I couldn't imagine like trying to have the life I have, give my kids what they have without his help, his anything. like you know, whether it's financial, anything, it's not not that that's the only thing, but it's just I'm so grateful and I so know the difference if that makes sense.
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. Like I, you know, I mean, again, thank God, like never got you know married or did anything before, uh, you know, I met JJ because I really, you know, prayed a lot and just worked a lot, poured myself into my work and my own, you know, growing up family, you know, my parents, my sister, my nephew and niece and all that kind of stuff, because it was important. And mm-hmm. I was like, I don't, want to wind up in the wrong situation especially when I started getting into my 30s I was like I haven't waited this long for nothing like it will come together right like I will meet my husband I will like it will happen I know it will it's gonna be amazing when it happens and when I meet him like it's gonna be this is obviously why I was patient you know like it, it will happen and um and it did it did it happened perfect. It happened beautifully. It happened when it should have, when it needed to. And every, I mean, you know, knock on wood, everything has fallen into place as it should. And as you know, God intended and how it, I always dreamt it to be. And you know, whatever, anytime anyone ever asked me growing up, like, where do you see yourself in 10 years? Or what do you want to be doing or whatever? I always found that a really hard question to answer because First of all, I am like wildly type A and I was a economics and finance major with international business focus and a Spanish minor. And my (laughs) view and my plan was to like be on Wall Street doing international trade deals (laughs) stuff flying around the world. So I did, you know, internships on Wall Street, like Bear Stearns and stuff, you know, before the market crash and all that. And, uh, you know, Merrill Lynch had contacts and all that. And then I graduated and I was like, you know what? I fucking hate this. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I was all about it, gung ho for so long. I mean, Jody, literally my entire like childhood and everything, I was just get good grades, go to college, get a. That is not me. That's my baby. <laughs> okay, this is like fourth episode, nor any smiling. Cool literally nursing and farting this is a wonderful day welcome to motherhood. <laughs> welcome to motherhood right can't take a moment too seriously I don't know how you can like be serious when
1: someone's farting <laughs> so Lucy's just, now giggling like, and like responding to like things you like without being like tickled or touched like she started to laugh and giggle and oh, it's like the best sound ever but it, the thing yeah. that gets her going the most is to like blow farts at her <laughs> So like the other day, like Dan comes in the kitchen and I'm just like blowing far left and right and like I'm like dancing, I'm getting into it, like lifting my leg as I do yeah, it. Yeah. I'm like mining the whole thing and he's just like, What a sight. I'm like, yeah. exactly. What can you do? I was like, But the sound I, of it is so worth it.
0: I mean, exactly. And I feel like those kind Cool.
1: He's gonna crack Lucia. up. We have to get them in their matching outfits for a picture.
0: Yeah, I mean he just let it. I think he like actually just like soaked me here. Um cool. Thanks, bro um yes we do we definitely need to get the, this picture done before mr stetson is like too big it's like yeah and i got like tight 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 um oh my god sorry that's a a funny aside anyone listening who is not a mommy uh or forgot how newborn stage goes oh yeah sorry but yeah i don't know how you can ever have like a serious face when like someone really like genuinely farts or there's like a fart oh, noise no, or like when, when kids discover yeah. like whoopee cushions i think it's hilarious like i just think it's, it's so funny yeah it's i just am a, not so too much
1: more to absolutely crack up <laughs> <out of laughs> me heart.
0: either JJ and i like our potty humor goes beyond <laughs> we're, we're actually thinking of potty training sienna soon she's been asking about it a ton and we're like we don't want to miss the window yeah no, um, that's great when she shows interest yeah and it's just so funny because i'm like you can't laugh like you can't laugh. If you laugh, you're gonna deter her. Can't make fun of her. You can't laugh. You know. I'm like you have he's to be so serious. Fun. Yeah. He's like, how am I gonna be serious? And she's like, I have to go poop. I'm like, because you have to just be like, okay, everybody yeah. poops. Let's go to the potty. Like you have to like be go. Yep.
1: Matter of fact about it, and- it's crazy. Like Adrian is so. Anyway, so funny. now that it's like I almost don't remember all those little things. Like I remember she had oh. three Like, did she, or is it just yeah. like, so <laughs> far removed that like I don't remember accurately? Is it like that thing with pregnancy where like your brain forgets all the terrible parts to like continue to like
0: totally. read
1: again? Like,
0: totally. Well, yeah. I mean, I like, how long does that, so that go on beyond the other day.
1: childbirth?
0: <laughs> like- no, I mean, seriously, though, I was talking to someone about the other day. Well, I think I was talking to my sister and her babysitter about it. I was like. Yeah, Stetson's like so tiny, but I'm already talking to JJ like we're not done, are we?
1: <laughs> oh, we are absolutely not done. Yeah, oh, like, I was like honestly, is like too soon. Going through my pregnancy <laughs> this past time, like not for nothing, but having a baby on purpose, like yeah, already was a huge difference from the first time. So it, everything I got to heal so many little wounds I didn't realize yeah. I had, or that I was aware I had, but I kind of just put in a little box. So like, like I said, like making the nursery. Like, I, Dan was like, "Just go nuts, do whatever you want to do. I don't care. Just I love that. What you need to but yeah, it was like something like that, or like even like like picking out a stroller. And like as yeah, as shallow as it might sound, picking out a stroller without a budget, something yeah. as simple and as stupid as that. Just because like you get to finally throw yourself into it wholeheartedly and not stress about something. You know that yeah. that's such the difference from this time compared to last time. And it's like, I can't wait to have more. Like, I'm so yeah. excited. Like, and it's funny because like when I was pregnant with Adrian, I really wanted a boy. I had a name picked out. I even did a whole registry at Babies R Us when they still existed. That was all boy.
0: Like <laughs> oh my everything God. was
1: picked out for a boy. <laughs> I remember when I went for my um, anatomy scan and they were like, it's a girl. I remember I just looked at the tech. I'm like, it's a girl. And yeah, I just kind like, sure. girl. And like, I, I was heartbroken. Like I was dead. And then I was like, cool, I have a little girl. Like, I got over it. Okay. Yeah. And I honestly think that having to be a single mom for those five years, I needed her to be a little girl. I needed totally. her to be my little mini, me, and my little. Yeah. Buddy. And that I was she's had, like, she's your like, you're mini. Like, I have this like video I love where when Adriana, so quick little aside, I hate children that are not my own that I can't yell at. Like, <laughs> I, like I don't want to hang out with your kids at the park and like watch them be like stupid and shitty. Like, yeah. I kids that I know that I love. I don't I, I wouldn't call myself a kid lover. I'm a my kid lover, if that makes yeah. sense. Okay. Yeah,
0: totally. So
1: I've traded Adriana every year, instead of a birthday party, a trip to Disney, because let's be honest, like yeah, they run fantastic. like the same price. <laughs> yeah. <I laughs> mean, like, mind yeah. you, like I was like, what, you know, 24 at like four-year-old birthday parties and all these parents are in their thirties. Nobody's hanging out with me. Nobody's talking yeah. so, Like, it was such an uncomfortable experience for me. So I was like, how about this? Let's go away for your birthday every year. Yeah. And I have this like great video of us. The one night we're in our hotel room in Disney. It's just the two of us. I think it's our second trip. Just the two of us girls vacay. We called it.
0: Yeah. And-
1: We just got out of the shower and she's putting highlighter on. I let her put a little highlighter on her face and makeup. And like, this was in like the movie, The Descendants came out. And like, she loved the soundtrack and this was catchy. I'm not going to lie. Yeah this, like, there was like these sliding doors into the bathroom, like barn doors, like bilateral yep. doors. And we did this like whole video of us like throwing the doors open oh, that's awesome. makeup, and like, it was like the cutest thing ever. And it's like, I think I got through those five years of single mom With stuff like that. He was my buddy, you know,
0: yeah, like, yeah, I'm still
1: mom. Don't get me wrong. Like priorities are priorities, but like I had a little buddy and like, yep. so going into Lucy, I was like, all right, let's get the boy now I'm ready for the boy. Um, and so then of course, like, you know, I find out she's a girl and I'm like, of course she's a girl. Like, yeah, I, she is like, you know, you ask for something, you hope for something, you're going to get the exact opposite.
0: I was going to say, I feel like you're going to have like five girls and then be That's, like, that person's so
1: like, it's do so we crazy. have a six? Yes. So, and then it cracks me up. So like a week before she was due and she was born on her due date, I had sent Dan to the store to go return a oh, chair yeah. bought for the nursery that just didn't work. Yeah. So he's like I'm going to run over before it closes. I have like 20 minutes. I'm like, great. You run over. I'm going to finish up making up dinner. He calls me from the story. He FaceTimes me. And there is a, like, when I'm, I'm not kidding about these dimensions. It's like 15 by 15 feet. Oh my God cinderella carriage like you can <laughs> it. like it, it's a garden thing like you can put planters all over it like oh wait I'm, is that what's in your backyard yes, yes yes he's like i think we need this i'm like i think you're nuts like yeah I oh turn my chair, god i come home with the cinderella carriage so long story short dan comes home with the cinderella carriage and i'm like what are we doing with this and he's like I, it's for my girls like
0: we're, we're having a girl.
1: I have girls. Girls love princesses. We're gonna have more girls, and I'm like, this is the weirdest version of male nesting I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> but like, it was him fully leaning into being like a girl dad, and like that's yeah. like, a full blown identity now. Like three more girls. We're gonna do it. Like, and it's like, Wait,
0: that's awesome. I didn't know that he bought that. That's
1: great. Yeah, that was all on him. He, I the entire time, I'm like, are you serious? Like, this is really. Would cool. you say it was at a garden store? Like a garden. It was center? at um, a home sense. Okay. Oh my God.
0: How, and, and that was
1: like half of his argument was if I don't get it now, we're never going to get it again. Like it has <laughs> to be now. And I'm like, you're, you're putting so much pressure on me <laughs> right now. I'm like, I, I said, I'm moment like, if it makes you happy.
0: Yeah. You're like, I don't know like, how to answer this, but yeah, exactly. I always say that. Yeah. If, if it makes you happy, like
1: mm-hmm. if
0: that's going to make you happy and life is good, then that's fine. Yep. That's and We can't, we can't cry honey. Okay. I you're being so sad. good. See, Dude, the anxiety
1: like, of having a 13 year old is she's actually like watching the baby for me right now. Really? Oh, that's yep.
0: awesome.
1: And it, you know, it, it's like, I was literally just saying to somebody in the nail salon the other day, like I can take a shower. That's yeah. like the biggest thing for me is like, I can take a shower. I can go use the bathroom. Like I can yeah. do little things. Like I can sit down and talk to you for the next hour. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I have that second set of hands. Like I was so sad in the beginning. Like nobody plans to have their kids 12 years apart, you know? Nobody's like, that's the good range. Like, let's start yeah, but, all over. Well, but finish your
0: thought. Yeah, yeah there's like these
1: little silver linings to it. And this is one of them. Like, hold on. She's going to bring her in here right now so I can feed her. So you're going to hear her okay. for like a hot second. Hold on.
0: No, it's totally okay.
1: I didn't plan this out. Oh, well. like, I have a dress on. <laughs>
0: So I have to, like, sit here new to, like, nurse her. Yeah, no, it's okay. I'm, like, a little, like, sideways here. Let me just check on Sienna while we're off the cuff here. She was supposed to be napping, but she's really excited because JJ's coming home this evening. And so she, like, couldn't calm herself down. But, okay, look, it looks like she's sleeping. Oh, my God, so late. See, this is something that, like, I know you won't, but any other mom would totally judge me for. She just went down for a nap. It's like quarter to five. What, oh, man? Know. Exactly. I'm like, I
1: don't know. She's not going to go to bed at her normal time anyway.
0: Yeah. I'm like, that is the time that it happened. So fuck off. Like, I. It's just not worth her care. screaming
1: in your face for the next three hours until bedtime.
0: Not at all. I yeah. think that but if she I'm wants to be four take months take old the tonight. So, yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> at exactly. eight thirty, you, you, you tell me how this one's going to go.
0: Yeah. No. I mean, I'm, but you got to do what you got to do, right? Like, you got to just live your life you have a kid with you and that's the way it
1: goes um like i always crack up because like everybody's always like how do you handle like a 13 year old and a newborn and i'm like okay the best example i can give is that the night i so lucy was born at 10 56 p.m the very okay. next night i did not want to stay in the hospital my husband's a physician i can go yeah. home to take care but i don't need to stay in the you know elodie yeah. <laughs> like so, get me out of here yeah so adrian is like obsessed with one direction and i forget which band member it is but somebody released a documentary that had like two showings only and the first one she missed whatever reason it was and so the second one was of course the day after lucy was born so oh was march 22nd and she's like do you think i can still go and i'm like let's just play it by ear we'll get the tickets if worse comes to worse we eat the cost we can return them we'll see whatever let's let's yeah here we'll see what happens And so finally I was like, honestly, it's fine. I'm sitting in the L and D unit, like completely freshly postpartum, like less than, go ahead, leave, go take her to the movies. It's fine. And then he did. And it was fine. It was totally okay. It was not like, yeah. And it was great because it gave her a little chance to like have some time with him. So yeah, he left, he went and picked her up. They went to the movies. They watched a one direction documentary that he will never admit that he actually enjoyed secretly. He thought it was very (laughs) well produced and then it was an interesting story. That's and awesome. they got dinner and then it was great. I got discharged at like midnight because they had to wait the 24 hours for her blood test. Yeah. So the second they hit 24 hours. That was 11 PM. They did her blood test, discharged me. And it was great. They picked me up and Lucy up at about 12 o'clock at night, 1230. We left the hospital, drove home with nobody on the road. Oh, and got home at like 1 AM. It was quiet. It was peaceful. It was beautiful. And like, we just all sat in the family room and like Dan had bought a bottle of champagne to like toast our new family. Yeah. He had said something that was so profound to me that like, I try to keep in mind, like as a homemaker, as a mom, as a wife, like this is one of those things that like resonates with me. He has never been, um, less than a family or I'm sorry, more than a family of three. He's ever. The
0: and oh, so the right.
1: into me and Adriana, we were our little threesome. Yeah. and this is the first time he's ever been a family of four. Oh, and I was like whoa like that's like that that, that like stuck to me that is like, big I, like, yeah it's a big deal you know yeah well like, yeah and it's also to, like,
0: it's it's something now that's only yours you know yeah.
1: like I try so. to honor like that that this is different for him and like even like Dan like Dan has things that like you know everybody's childhood sucks in certain ways, but like one of the things is like his family wasn't big on holidays, whereas like my family is huge. So like yeah. in our family now, like, you know, Dan's Jewish, I was raised Presbyterian. We try to really marry everything and make a big deal out of everything. Like we put yeah. up Christmas trees, but I have an entire room dedicated to Hanukkah. and yeah. like We don't just have a Christmas dinner. We have a Hanukkah dinner. You know what I mean? Like we try to do all of it so that like, we get to like create the little nuclear family that like you want to have today. If that yeah. makes
0: sense. Well, totally. And you have to, I mean, I love traditions. Uh, I'm extremely sentimental. <laughs> like, yeah. I never get rid of anything. Uh, I've started to actually. Yesterday, Sienna was like going through my closet and I purged a shit ton of stuff, which is amazing. Good for me, right? Like I never do that. So I was very proud of myself. I have a huge pile of clothes that need to be thrown in a trash bag and donated uh, trash bag. I mean, you know, one of those big hefty bags. for donation um but uh yeah i'm huge on tradition and so as soon as we bought our house and it became our home together and we had our dogs and then we had our you know first baby and all of that and same thing like we went room by room and you know started to decorate and make it ours and change the aesthetic to what we wanted and all that all that kind of stuff told jj i was like listen i love holidays like a lot and he had not recommended but he had suggested that maybe we do Christmas in Bermuda at some point you know and they do like Christmas on the beach and all this stuff and I'm like yeah like I get it it's probably cool and like in Miami where I lived for you know a number of years like they did stuff like that too and I've been to parties that are like Christmas on the beach and stuff but I don't want to like literally do Christmas on the beach right like my folks have been snowbirds for 13 years, whatever. And so I have done Christmas in Florida before and I just don't like it. Like I just, I,
1: same thing. I yeah, did like, I was in Florida. My parents have a house there one year and I hated it.
0: Yeah. It doesn't feel like a holiday. It doesn't feel special. It doesn't feel like Christmas. And that's just because I grew up in snowy Christmas land, right? Where like Mm-hmm. Everything like it's dark at dinner time, and you have all your Christmas lights on, it's very magical, and like everyone in the neighborhood has lights up and I don't know it's just it's just the thing, and it, even even the Jewish houses would have lights outside, you know, yeah. like it's just fun, it's just something that like everyone did, and it's just a nice time and so I said like i'm my dad's favorite holiday is Thanksgiving, so we always I always make sure Thanksgiving is cherished, and that you know I'm home and at my parents' table. You know, we have that set. We do our sort of, you know, special items on the table, all that stuff. Because it's like my dad has made it known that's his favorite holiday, like, my entire life. So I make sure that we really hold that sacred. I mean, he's freaking 83, you know. Um, And then Christmas is what, I mean, I love all holidays. But Christmas Christmas is, like, one of my favorites. And, uh, yes, I really, like, we hosted Christmas already, like, in in our house. So we've only been here, you know, two years for Christmas. So we've already hosted it and, you know, treated all the children to everything, you know, nieces and nephews and like our baby. And I was pregnant this past Christmas. And it's just really, really important to me. We always have my in-laws here. You know, they live in Connecticut. We always invite them down, stay for the weekend or stay for, you know, a couple of days over the holiday. And I feel like to your point about like the whole concept of like a nuclear family and making your own, you know, traditions and habits and things and everything special it's really important. It makes a sense of belonging and a sense of place and values. And, you know, quite frankly, just the concept of traditions, it's something to look forward to, to hold on to It connects people, all that sort of stuff. And this is a really sort of morbid place to go with the thought, but I was reading an article today, like every news outlet had some sort of something to say about the topic, but I don't even. I never remember these people's names because they're such fucking demon, evil, awful people. But one of the school shooters a couple of years ago just got like put on trial or went back to jail or I, I don't know. There's just pictures of him in his orange jumpsuit, or whatever. And his parents bought him the gun, and his parents are being charged with I think manslaughter or something. And it's literally so sick to me how you can't know that your kid is going through something yeah like there's such a disconnect there where it was said to me a while ago like a long time ago and at at the time I was training kids and like I was an au pair in college and I never really babysat growing up but I've done it all through my 20s and 30s and um, in terms of like taking care of kids, I'm not babysitting kids right now, (laughs) as like, as a 35 year old woman, but uh, always like around kids, taking care of kids, helping people with their kids, all that kind of stuff, my nieces and nephews, whatever. They say, if you don't listen to the kids, big stuff when they're small, their big stuff when they're big, will still seem inconsequential to you. So they're not going to come to you with it. So you have to listen to their big stuff when they're small, even though it sounds so small and stupid and trivial and annoying, and it's a waste of your time and you're worried about, you know, finances and, you know, whatever the fuck else. If the kid is upset about something and there's a problem or they're coming to you to to work through a problem, you Mm -hmm. need to listen and be there and be alert and attentive and and show them affection and, you know, you know, being in tune with it because then when they're older and they have real problems or whatever, like, they're not going to come to you and they're not going to confide in you. They're not going to be honest with you. Uh Right. They're not going to tell you what's up uh, because they don't feel comfortable. They don't feel supported. They don't feel loved. They don't feel that nurturing. You know, it's just, it's just not there. Uh, And wow. When when I heard that, I was like, that's something that has stayed with me. I mean, definitely all these years. And even with, with clients, when clients are, you know, bitching to me about like, some stupid shit where I'm just like, who fucking cares? <laughs> yeah, you right? can't, you can't look at it that way. No, right? you can't look at it that way. Even though it's not your best friend or it's not your, you know, sibling or your parent or your spouse or whatever, it, it's your client. It's, it's another human being like their experience or their woe is Everything big to them. To
1: someone, you know?
0: Exactly. Exactly. So it's like, and you just have to recognize that, right? Like this person is going through this and that's big to them right now. So let me take a step back from like what I think is big and let their big be big, you know, like it's fine. You don't always have to be like the center of the universe in terms of like your own, your own problems. Uh, And I think in, in parenting, that's like a huge thing. And I mean, JJ agrees for, for us, it it really like grounds us Mm -hmm. because we might be like super stressed about something or kind of like arguing ourselves and then something else will happen. Like, you know, something not good, not something funny, but something not good. Like one time Sienna tripped and like her teeth went through her bottom lip and there was just blood everywhere. And we had been kind of like bickering, arguing, and then that happened and we had to come together and yeah, exactly. solve it, right? Like you care about your, your child more than more than anything. So yeah, I don't know. Those shooter situations or kids who just, you know, I don't know, go off the deep end. I, don't know. I really don't know what the what the deal is with that. I mean, maybe I'll understand and, yeah, 10 more
1: years. I don't know. That has to exist within a family to yeah. get to that point where you don't know something that terrible is brewing, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's, there's, there's a disconnect, right? Like there's such, a disconnect. such a disconnect. like somewhere. Yeah.
0: So uh, I, yeah. Like, I don't I'm know where another
1: every night, you know, I always like Dan always gets so frustrated with Adriana because like she's at this age where you, it's like pulling teeth to have a conversation. And, you know, it's, it's not every kid, but, you know, with her, it can be where, you know, you ask her about school. She doesn't care about that right now. Yeah. So it's like, she gives you one word answers and it's like, fine. It's been fun. Yeah. It's It's like, okay. So did you learn it? And like, I ask her the same thing every day. I'm like, did you learn it? She goes, nothing new. And it's like, so you just know it all. (laughs) Yeah. But it's like, no matter how frustrating it is, we will sit there and we will keep asking the questions. Like, and I always ask her, okay. At a minimum, what was the worst part of your day today? And then yeah. I want to know what the best part of your day was. Like, let's at least bookend it. You know, like I can't not have any information. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: totally. And I feel. Oh my God. Hi, Lucy. Hi. She's gotten so much bigger,
1: right? Yeah. I know. I'm so happy. I hate to. I I hate the idea of having a supplement with formula. I know it's so completely okay. It broke my heart yeah. to do it. It's the best thing for her. But
0: look at her. She's gotten. Yeah, I know. She's like Lucy. You are getting big over there, little she's girl. She's out. What are those bears? Are there animals on her? little oh, koala there's...
1: bears and kangaroos.
0: Oh my god, how cute!
1: But she's got little little koala feet. I saw in. the feet.
0: I was trying yeah. to figure out what was on her feet.
1: I was <laughs> like, yeah. what
0: what's on that little foot? oh he's so cute he's sleeping
1: i like it. that's breathe? like her
0: all night can long you breathe? She'll,
1: <laughs> she'll fall off and then I have to put her right back on and so it's like yeah. I'm waking up like every half an hour of this cycle of like she relatches just to sleep like that like I'm like I'm a human so funny. yeah literally I'm like are you okay okay Carly so I have a question for you okay we are both like freshly moms what are you and JJ doing to keep you, you and JJ outside of mom and dad and the house and all of that?
0: Yes, that's a good question. And something that I feel like I don't uh, delve into a lot. I don't even really think that we like, think about that per se. Um, Because we just are both so busy. And so like, Enraptured in life and everything, and like you said, being mom and dad and being focused and stuff at the house, and then you know work he's just always so 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 busy and traveling I mean shit yeah. he takes trips like every other week um so yeah, I really like I really don't have a good answer for that, which is probably kind of sad. I think two things that we do that are conscious decisions, but not really so much like conscious in terms of like. What they should be. And I'm totally beating around the bush with this. So people always say to make sure you're still like dating each other, right? Mm -hmm. Make sure you still put each other in the forefront. You still show each other affection and like, I mean, obviously love each other, but love on each other and and respect each other and all of that. We, I'm really big on quality time. Mm -hmm. So anytime that I want to chat or recap the day or talk about the next day or make plans, the only time that we can really do that is like after everyone goes to bed but at that point i'm hella tired and my patience is at like zero 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 and he just wants to put his feet up and watch tv and like not talk because he's been on calls all day and like interacting with yeah yeah and so to be honest it never goes well he's always like do we really have to talk about this now or i'm like this is the only time we have you know it's always a clash of some some level I'm just gonna pick steps it up again by the way but i'm still here um so so yeah so that's like a tough a tough thing because while we do stay connected on how our day is going and how our day went and what's the plan for tomorrow and all of that like we make a very concerted effort to be on the same page for everything it's tough to find the time to like have those conversations um so i'd say like we we try to do that, and we really try to make that a point to like make sure we have quality time, make sure we carve it out. And when we're planning things, like you said, like your Thursday nights, like we try to do that for ourselves, but mm-hmm. it doesn't always happen because we like the planning of it just kind of is sand through our fingers. You know, it just kind of comes and goes so fast and so quickly. Exactly. Um, so we we try to do that, but I'm not going to say that there's much success. <laughs> um, and then uh in terms of like something else that we really get along with and love and was something we really really connected with when we you know first met and we're dating and then knew you know you're gonna get married and whatever is just being healthy and a lot of that is movement so we take walks together you know sometimes after the kids are down like we'll just walk up and down our street or we live in, like, a cul-de-sac neighborhood, so we'll just, you know, instead of just walking up and down our driveway, um, we'll just go out into the street, and we have Google Nest uh, baby cams, so, you know, they work on, live. He like, he watches Sienna from Bermuda in her crib, you know, so, like, we can have the uh, AirPods in and have the kids on and watching them while we're just walking up and down our street. Um, that's, like, a nice thing that we always make sure to do together. We we'll go for runs together and like interval workouts, have the kids in the stroller and kind of hand them on and off. Like things like that to us mean more than a date night out. I like that. Um, Cause that to us is like, we're connecting. Mm-hmm. We're together. We're talking, especially if we're, if we're out on a walk, we talk the entire time. Um, we're spending quality time. We're being healthy. We're getting our endorphins up. Like it's really stimulating in a lot of different ways in in terms of, of, you know, bringing us together. So for us, it's more important to find the time to be like active and healthy together than it is for like a date night. Because neither of us function well at that time of the day because we're exhausted, like to go out to dinner or something. So if we're going to do something like that, like a date, we'd rather do brunch or go to a brewery in the late afternoon, you know, or something like that because that's just more our speed, you know, at this point. Um, but, um, but yeah, like other than that, I don't, I don't want to say we do nothing, but I just don't really think there's like a whole lot of time in this moment. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, and I feel like any time, I mean, we're both committed, like boots to the ground, this is working and it's going to work because we want it to work and we love each other beyond anything. And, if we're in a hard moment, it's because it's a fucking hard moment. You know, it doesn't mean it's the end of times or like, this is the worst argument ever. It's like, if we're in an argument, like, okay, cool, let's figure this shit out. If we don't figure it out right now, we're going to figure it out next month. You know, next time it comes up, we're going to work on it again. Uh, And I think like having that kind of partnership is just, I don't know, like there's time to be us, right? Like we're going to have the rest of our lives to be us. And so it's like, In the next couple of years, while we have small children, especially if we have another kid or two, uh, we'll see. Um, It's just hard. It's fucking hard, right? Like, absolutely. Everything about it is hard. Sleep is hard. Schedules are hard. Raising babies is hard. Breastfeeding is fucking hard. Like, his travel schedule is hard. (laughs) Like, all of that is just very difficult. Uh, And I think the fact that we both recognize that is success. Yeah. You know, because so many of my girlfriends and like clients feel like they've lost themselves or they're losing themselves or they've lost their connection with their husband because their schedules got totally shifted.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's like one of like, I think the biggest fears of new parents.
0: Yeah, but I think we just kind of accepted it. We were like, fuck it. Like, this is how it's going to be. And we want kids and we want a family more than anything. And we're just we're just willing to do whatever that means like if that means everyone's screaming and the bathroom is soaking wet during bath time it sucks but rather than yelling the whole time like let's clean it up you know like not together exactly like fuck it like all four of us are in the bathroom it's bath time this is our moment today you know (laughs)
1: like yep absolutely it is
0: what it is but but yeah I don't know so probably not like for listeners they're probably like wow that's so sad you know because like, other people are like well, oh, we have a date night all. every week but i don't know for us like we're just so simple with that kind of shit like we have like you said we have dinner together every night even breakfast you know or like lunch when jj's here like we have lunch together he'll go out and get something and bring it back or you know we'll all sit down for a few minutes like whatever time he has um we go you know go, go to church every sunday that's really important to us that's and that's a steadfast thing. Um, just because it like, you know, it's tra- again, tradition and it keeps yeah, exactly you know, everyone on a schedule and it teaches the kids how to be quiet and behave and, you know, respect your elders and like this is not the time for play or screaming or jumping, like this is, you know, an hour where we focus every week and like that kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Um, totally.
0: But yeah, I don't know. What about you guys? Like what do you, what do you do or what's your focus or what's your take like on all that?
1: We have like a twofold approach to it, I think. Um, So we have this like theory of we want to live romantically, Mm -hmm. which sounds really corny, but like, hear me out. So for us, that's like, if we decide we're going to do brunch on Sundays at my house, we will make sure we break out the linens. We'll use the napkins. Like we'll put out the fancy napkin rings, the nice place settings, like, and we'll go all out for it just for the two of us to sit down and have brunch. Yeah. Because one, we get to do it together and it's fun. It and is then fun. You're and you're like, oh, look at us. We're being so fancy. And it's like, it's yeah. like so stupid and silly. And it's like, this is a bunch of Amazon purchases that we've experienced for yeah. the last like three years. Like, nothing that crazy, but it's like little things like that that make, you know, everyday moments so much fun. And like, totally. like you know, JJ's around some days, some days he's not for you. Like, with Dan's schedule, like, it changes. And he's typically working 12 hour shifts. So yeah. we can't really do breakfast unless I'm getting up at like 4 a.m. with him, 5 a.m. with him to get it. It's just not feasible. Yeah, fuck that. And actually we tend to hold dinner until he gets home. So a lot of nights we don't eat till 8 p.m., you know? Yeah. But there are those days where like, we're like two ships passing in the night. You know, he works two, three days in a row and it's almost like he's been gone forever, you know? Yeah. So it's, we try to take advantage of those moments when we can and make it special. If we go out to dinner, you know, we'd like to sit down and like, let's actually like, have a cocktail before dinner. Let's not rush to order. Like let's yeah. just here and chat for a while. Enjoy being out together. Like we do love date nights. Like we're super into that. We probably should be way more healthy. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> you know, we try to like give into those moments. And then like the other half of what I think we do just thinking about it is like, we have like these like stupid little rituals. Like I'm sure like there's little nuances to every couple. Yeah. But, like There are things that like are, we're so serious about that are so ridiculous. And I think part of it is like when we first, Bought our house and we were living here, like Dan is very much a night owl where it's, a, if it's up to me and like circumstances allow, I'm in bed at eight o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 7 a.m. bright eyed and bushy tails. Whereas Dan will, Dan could easily go to bed at 4 a.m. and sleep till noon. You know, that, that's just, it's a lifetime of, yeah. you know what I mean? You get used yeah. to, it. like, we are on two different rhythms, but for the first, I would say like, well, maybe almost a year we lived together in this house, not necessarily in Jersey city so much, but here. Yeah. I would go to bed before him. Yeah. And then he would come up, you know, whenever he was ready. And then I'd get up by myself in the morning and he'd get up whenever he was ready, depending on the schedule that day. And I, it got to a point where I was like, you know, that's not working for us. Like, I don't want to go to bed alone every night yeah. Like, while you're hanging out. That. Your so like, oh my God. we so made funny. an agreement after that first year of, we absolutely go to bed together every night. And like yeah. it birthed like this whole like ritual we do, which is so silly now. Like we will not brush our teeth without each other and we have to touch <laughs> when we do it. It's the stupidest thing. Uh, literally like, like lightly kick each other and then we like, we have to do that. Yeah. And I'm like, we both were wearing Invisaligns or doing like the Invisalign treatment. And yeah. like, you know, natural flow of events, you brush your teeth, you put your Invisalign in. Okay. Yeah. I refuse to put my Invisalign in in the bathroom. I run and I jump in bed and he brings me my, Invisal- my Invisalign every night. Oh, and uh-huh. it's like, as stupid as that is and as ridiculous as it sounds, it's like this thing that's super simple. Yeah. yeah. And it's like throughout my pregnancy, like I was so bad about remembering to take my prenatals. So like, I always made sure I took them at bedtime because it was easier yeah. for me to remember to do it at night than in the morning. Same. So it became and this routine where Dan would like, we would do, we call it, like the, night, the bedtime bed pass. Like, you know, yeah healthcare practitioners, he would always come over and he'd hand me like all of my prenatals. Like oh my God, it, I would take all of it, the lecithin, everything. Yep. And then the last thing is he'd hand me my Invisalign. And like, to the I point of, like, if he tries to hand me my Invisalign on his side of the bed, I say, no, he has to walk over like, yes, yeah, like, this, this, this is it's some, and it cracks us up. like but it it matters. And then like the first thing we get in bed is like all day long, you know, we'll send each other articles, memes, whatever we come across and like, you know, your day of scrolling, but we will not look at it until we get in bed at night. And then whoever's phone we go off of, we watch everything that we've sent each other together so that we can be like, ha, did you laugh too? Like, I want you to laugh at the same, like, it's the stupidest thing possible, but it's like those stupid little rituals, as stupid as they sound. And I'm going to say stupid 25 more times about it. They (laughs) are so important. Like to the point where like when he does work a night shift or like he works till, you know, there's a couple shifts where he works till like 2am, which are silly. And I'm brushing my teeth alone. I'm like, Hmm, this is sad. But
0: then like, you (laughs) know, once
1: we have the next opportunity, we do the other end of the spectrum, which is we live romantically where we turn lunch into, you know, the linen tablecloths and all of that. And like, we just we try to take those little moments we get and make them so special because it's not the actual like enjoyment of the moment it's almost like for us like the creating it together yeah
0: like well it's also like just recognizing the magic in living yeah right exactly. like there is magic in every moment of living like yep. and it's, and that to say stupid that sounds stupid right you're like well no, cause like. You know, I got in a fender bender on the way to work, or this person's an but asshole, you or magically didn't die. <laughs> well, exactly. There's, yeah, there's just like little moments of everything that, that are, I don't know, just like so awesome, you know? And, yeah. and I'm really big into like all the little moments. And JJ's always like, you know, you're being so cheesy, or like, this is stupid, or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, it is. So I'm the one who drives like that sort of stuff. And, and it is stupid, but also like, it's nice, it you is. know? Or just like holding hands. Like in the winter, we like walked with, um, you know, Sienna and I was pregnant around the golf courses at Trump. And, you know, we were at the club and we were just walking the golf courses and it was really nice. And we like held hands and like no one was there. And it was like, it was really nice. It's like a very enjoyable thing. And it's so small and so silly and so stupid, you know, but it's nice, you know, So I totally agree with
1: you is like the most intimate thing I think you can do because like there's no like real sense of pleasure shall we say derived from it you know you're not getting there with it but it's like just that little like contact like yeah and it's a show of affection
0: and it's like shows that you care and that you're connecting and that you know that is important to you all of those things oh absolutely yeah see I've like talked to a lot of people who think that like in my opinion they call it little things but in my opinion it's a big thing especially when you have You know infants and and toddlers and stuff like a weekly date night where you go out you know or whatever like that's a lot to me my parents growing up had two weekly date nights thursdays and saturdays and they did that every week religiously without fail regardless if we were sick or well or whatever like they went out and they enjoyed
1: themselves they thoroughly enjoyed themselves. I feel like and I'm envious of that, but I feel like it's so much pressure to like maintain a tradition as strict as that, you know?
0: So that's how I feel too.
1: I'm like, yeah. even though that
0: sounds fun and like, yeah, like I would love to go out and get fucking hammered <laughs> and like yeah, right? go dancing and like have like, you know, kick my heels up. That's going to ruin me for the next three days in terms of like energy and productivity. And it's just going to like throw me off and it's just going to make me feel like, I've like, you know, I'm not on top of things, if that makes sense, you know, and same with JJ, like with work and stuff, like it's going to take a few days to recover from that. And I go so far as to say, even just from eating out food from a heavy meal or something, same thing, even if you don't drink, you know, like eating food out of the realm of normalcy, like I have a very sensitive stomach. So like it could really throw me off, like with bloating or make me nauseous or give me a headache or whatever. Like it just might not sit well for a few days. And so I'm like, well, even though, yeah, sure. We had nice conversation and the ambiance was nice. Now I feel like shit for like three days. (laughs) Like that actually wasn't worth it. It wasn't fun. Um, I would rather like, to your point, bring out the nice stuff, make a nice moment together, just be home and like, just do your thing. Or, you know, or both kids are sleeping. JJ loves just like laying down on the couch, you know, for a while. In the family room and while i'm not really like a day napper anymore like i just i can't really like get into it because it just ruins my vibe for like the rest of the day i'm the same way we'll we'll sit there and i'll use like a massager i got him this like really nice leg massager for christmas you know or we have have, like a massager for like every part of the body now like shoulders back legs (laughs) i have like a heating pad and so i'll sit there and just like relax you know with that while he takes a snooze or something and it's nice actually yeah Cause we're together, we're still there, you know, we're, we're bonding. We're recognizing that that moment is important. It's important to take pause and sort of reset, you know, before we go into the, the latter half of the day. So I don't know. I think to your point, I think it's all about the little things and is recognizing like how special it is, how important it is. And just like to be together, like doing that and having like totally. your little thing,
1: you know? Totally, and honestly, if you play your cards right, and you have like these little special moments at home, and you're sitting quietly, you then both start to realize, like, "Hey, we should clean that." And before you know it, you're both. Yeah. That's like my <laughs> favorite one. It like snowballs into like, "Hey, that remember that project?" And we're sitting here and we're staring at it, and now we're both working on it together. Like, yeah, yeah. you got to pray for the snowball.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's a really good point. I actually, I mean, owning a home is so amazing, and. I mean, just what a life achievement, honestly. It just feels so Absolutely. good, to, like have your own space and be able to do what you want with it and save up for different projects and, you know, budget for things here. And I don't know, I just, I find it to be such like a a genuine life goal achieved. You know? Absolutely. It is such a joy. Like, yeah, it really is. And there are so many fucking problems <laughs> with owning yes. a home. There's always a fucking problem, but I would never trade it uh for anything because i just think it's amazing uh and and with that i'm gonna say and not but the ability and desire to do these projects together is honestly amazing it's so fun like i love home improvement projects together even if we're not physically doing it exactly like we're about to redo a garage. I am so excited. I told JJ do not get me a Christmas present like let's go fucking crazy with the garage. I love that. <laughs> I love like, that. It's so ridiculous and it's like are you fucking kidding me? But it's like you know that you've achieved genuine happiness. Yeah, when like that is
1: is a is a random fulfillment, you know? Like absolutely like I grew up in like a beautiful home I cannot deny that at all but it was like a show house like yeah every pillow like my dad would come home at night and like rearrange the pillows like so like you never lay down on the couch you know what I mean like, yeah. was, like a it wasn't like floor. A you yeah. had to go downstairs to the basement so like where he had like home theater set up if you even wanted to just like put on the news like yeah. yeah it was very much a show house and like while it was beautiful and it was immaculately decorated and maintains it growing up I felt like it always lacked that warmth and that like comfort totally like, yep as much as I loved the look of it and the aesthetics of it, like when we bought our house now and we started decorating it and like, you know, getting rid of like what I called like the bachelor collection of furniture, yeah, (laughs) like getting family furniture and everything. Like I had this thing of like, I wanted like comfort, comfortable luxury. You know what I mean? Yeah, I wanted to have your
0: like family room area is amazing
1: thank you like, like your that couch was my and your like,
0: setup around the fireplace like it's awesome
1: yeah like that was my whole thing was like I wanted a house where like you can easily sit here in a nice dress before you go out to dinner and like yeah enjoy yourself but then you can come home and like so throw your feet up on the couch and like grab a blanket out of the basket and like snuggle up and like yeah. that is my favorite moments is like when you know you're sitting in your house and you're just looking around and you're like this is it yeah like no I'm super comfortable here I'm super happy here yeah, this, like all the little things you ever wanted, you know, it's, it's home. Just, it's home. It's it's yeah. home. Like and getting to create that, like especially today, I feel like not too many people have that goal. And if they do, yeah. they're not doing it through the lens that you and I do it. Like totally. they're not looking at it as like this is furniture that's gonna you know survive the next ten years worth the children we're gonna have. And like yeah. Like one of the biggest things when we bought our house was I love that I can see into the family room for my kitchen because I love every that. house we looked at was we're gonna have a million kids and I need to keep my eyes on everybody. So like I, I want that open floor plan with character so that like I can see that. It's like I couldn't imagine going into a purchase like that without thinking of like, you know, your whole family kids for- and everything for the future of like <laughs> my dream is to stand here making dinner for my family, watching them watch the greatest movie of all time and like. Yeah but he's hanging out playing comfortable. You know what I mean?
0: Yep. I, I completely agree. That's the only downfall of our home that I voiced to to JJ when we were buying it. I was like, listen, I love it. I love everything about this property and the, ha- the home and everything, but I hate the way the rooms are like cordoned off from each other because exactly that, like I'm going to be in the kitchen like all yep. the time. So like, that's not fair. And especially like, I'm a huge uh, sports buff. So I'm like, I don't want everyone to be in the family room watching the Giants game. And like, I can't watch the game.
1: That's like not fun. Yeah, on no, like a family football
0: Sunday. Yeah. I was like, there's uh, a fine line
1: between like being a homemaker into like the roles that you and I are like adhere to and like making sure you're never perceived as staff. Like everyone's while, exactly. you know, like, can you sure mind your kids? Like, Hey, listen, the dishwasher's right there. The main's off. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Do it. Yeah. yeah. So, so that plan really helps to like keep you out of the maid's quarters, you know.
0: Well, seriously though, but so my solution to that for now is we put a breakfast table in the kitchen. Um, so we have a formal dining table in the dining room, and then we just have like a tiny breakfast round table in the kitchen, Perfect. and a TV. I put a TV there on a swivel, so you there can you see go. it from the deck, from the grill, from you know where I you know am, am and stuff in the kitchen and it, it can be on the same wavelength as the family room so that everyone's all on the same page you know awesome. and you can go it's almost like a surround sound deal if you will but you yeah. can also still see too you know so i was like one day we'll knock down some walls and make the plan a little different it's not happening now by any means but that was my solution for now you know i was like let's just make it like that and as it is when we entertain Family winds up just kind of standing in the kitchen anyway. Exactly.
1: Right? That's
0: where everyone and, wants to be. Yeah, so it's like I, I don't, I actually feel like whoever goes and sits in the family room is out of the mix. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's like who, where is this person? Oh, they're on the couch in the family room. What a weirdo. <laughs> you know, but, I but, totally get that. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, anyway, all right, Jody, let me let you go. I know we're both like little sitting here holding our little infants. Mine is still. Fucking nursing.
1: This is why I don't have, she's, she was like, no, I'm done. She just
0: looks at me and smiles like that's it. Yeah. I'm like, no, that's, I will say that is my only real experiential difference between girls and boys is Sienna was the same way. She's like, cool, I'm finished. Let's go play. Or I want you to hold me or let me take a nuzzly nap in your neck, you know, or like on your chest. Stetson is like, I will just eat your boob 24 seven. You want to give it to me? I'm going to eat. And it's not problems, like, seriously. yeah, it's it's not like, you know, pacifier. It's like no, he's I hear him chugging breast milk. You know, <laughs>
1: like- yep. no, I'm a human <laughs> pacifier for her. Like she, at this point, like I'm convinced. Especially after introducing bottles, and like that's so much easier for her when she's hungry. Like she doesn't have to wait yeah. to down. She doesn't have to work at it. Yeah. You know? That like I, she nurses now for comfort and for fun. Yeah, like that's it.
0: Yeah. So it's what someone said to me recently. like Well, do, do you think he's just like you know? i have mommy so i'm like no he's eating
1: yeah no he's struggling genuinely
0: he- eating yeah he's he like shows. genuinely eating um and i try to shove binkies i've got like 10 different styles of binkies and i like shove the pasty in his mouth and i hold it there and i'm like eat it he'll take it look at me and then go <laughs> yup <laughs> like you fucking idiot just take it <laughs> I have so many people who are like, oh, my kid never had a pacifier. And I'm oh, like, shut
1: the fuck up. Nobody I, Well, I'm
0: also like, why?
1: I guess it's what? Like, my sister, when she went to kindergarten, like she got binky on the window sill when the bus came. Yeah. <laughs> not that that's okay either, but you know what? To each their goddamn own.
0: Well, yeah. And I'm also like, I think a pacifier is a godsend if your kid is screaming and oh, the only yeah. option is boom or pacifier.
1: Take you the know. fucking pacifier.
0: But my kids to this point are not. Class fire kids. So mommy, it is. Well, Jody, thanks so much for coming on. Thanks Absolutely. for- I'm so excited. For, it was yeah, so fun. Like awesome chat. I will, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll let you know when it's published. It's gonna be a quick turnaround. Awesome. So I, can't I can't wait. wait. I- what a pleasure to get to spend so much time chatting about the daily ins and outs and what it means to be a mother nowadays. With so much judgment permeating the homemaking scare lately, it was really refreshing to have Jody on the line to discuss what we both really feel are the truly important things in life. Family, family, and family. Love your nucleus, respect your nucleus, and nurture your nucleus. Simple as that. You only get one go-around in this life, and neither of us wish to be lonely, when the good Lord calls us home. Being a wife and a mother are powerful titles, ones that neither of us takes for granted. We are literally responsible for keeping other humans alive, happy, healthy, fit, successful, etc., etc., etc. The list goes on and on and on. And Not to mention the other list that includes the cleaning, the laundry, the cooking, the appointments, the practices, the school schedules, who signed up for this, who's having a play date with who, what are each kid's interests, birthdays, holidays, coordinating a life and working money, finding and hiring the appropriate workers? Holy cannoli, we could go on, but let's call it a day and hopefully someone somewhere can relate. Cheers to new family friends. As always, I've been your host, Carly Sauer, aka Coach Carly. You can find me at Iron Diamond Fitness. Y'all keep running one foot in front of the other, chin up, eyes forward, arms pumping for power, and always remember to pick up your feet so we don't trip over the small stuff.